Hello, fellow lupus spirits, and welcome to Lupus Life. I'm Corey Hollingsworth, and I'm a spiritual advisor and meditation facilitator who lives with and manages systemic lupus erythematosus, also known as lupus. The purpose of Lupus Life podcast is to offer firsthand, easy, and simple ways to manage the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of lupus. Today's topic is lupus fog or brain fog. And this is one of the many symptoms that can be part of living with lupus. This topic comes up for me at this moment in time because I am experiencing it in this very moment. Granted, today I am much better off than I have been during the past few days. My symptoms began on Thursday morning as I was leaving for work. Something triggered a migraine and I immediately took my migraine medication. And normally that kind of cuts off the edge of the migraine and I'm able to function. However, something in my intuition told me to bring more than normal doses of my migraine medication. And I'm glad I did because throughout Thursday, while I was at work, I was taking my migraine medication every two hours because the pain of the migraine and the disabilities that come from having a migraine were really affecting me. I was still able to get through the day. And when I got home, I just treated my body very kindly and gently and turned off all external stimulation like the television and all that fun stuff just to treat the migraine. And I thought, okay, migraine should be done by Thursday. Well, lo and behold, I woke up on Friday and the migraine was mostly gone. And by mostly gone, I mean that I still felt the residual kind of pain from it, but I was experiencing some cognitive um, symptoms. And that's when I knew I was more than likely not just experiencing a migraine, but also experiencing the beginning of a of a lupus flare. So for those of you who are either experiencing, have experienced, or don't know what lupus fog is, it's pretty common with those of us who live with lupus. Um, According to Lupus Foundation of America, 70 to 80% of people who live with lupus experience lupus fog at some point during our lives. And it's a very frustrating thing it's not fun because your brain just basically stops working on a level that you would like it to work and there are some pretty common symptoms i know that i just mentioned that mine were pain and that's not always a symptom of lupus fog per se but it can be one of the things that triggers the symptoms for lupus fog so for me i wasn't able to think clearly i was very fortunate that at work i had a pretty easy day I only struggled when I had to teach a student or reteach a student double digit by double digit multiplication and I was kind of struggling through it a little bit. Got through it, but it was not fun. There's some memory problems that can happen. Um, I was having trouble concentrating, so I had to really pace myself and think about what I wanted to think about, which is very frustrating because you don't want to have to think about what you're going to think about. I mean, most of us try to think about what we're going to 
say before we say it, but to think about what you're going to think about is it can be an extra task that's just unnecessary in this life. Um, having a hard time multitasking, I found out that on Friday when I got into my car, yes, I drove home, but I got into the car and I actually had to consciously think, okay, I got to put this the key in the ignition. I need to turn on the car. I need to put it in gear. I need to release the parking brake. I had to actually consciously think while driving home. And I took my own advice. I didn't overexert because I had errands to do after work and they just didn't get done. I figured I was safer just driving straight home um, because I was actually consciously having to think about driving. And for most of us, driving just is something that we just do. We don't have to consciously think about driving. We have to pay attention and be defensive drivers, but we don't have to consciously think about the act of driving. And so that's when I knew for sure I was experiencing lupus fog. Uh, I was also struggling with creating complete sentences when I was talking with people. I feel very frustrated when that happens. It's not fun to be in the middle of a sentence and then think, okay, wait, what was I, what was the, the second half of my sentence? And for me, I, as a female, which most of us who live with lupus are female, but um, some of us are also in that perimenopausal or menopausal phases of our lives. And I'm questioning to myself, okay, is this menopause or is this lupus? But at that point, I'd already determined that it was lupus and that I was experiencing lupus fog. I also found myself during work needing to read things multiple times and not being able to keep up with conversations. And actually for me, because I was also experiencing pain, which is probably what was exacerbating the cognitive um, difficulties, I just had no patience for even having a conversation. I just basically just gave up trying to have conversations actually. Um, it was taking me longer to solve problems and do things that I normally do without thinking about them. It's just a pain and it's not fun to live with. And I want to assure you or reassure you that you're not alone in this. As mentioned, 70, 80, 70 to 80% of us who live with lupus experience lupus fog at some point. And the unfortunate part of that is that it can last anywhere. For me, it's lasted anywhere from three days to a week. For some people, it, it lasts years. And it's really not a fun part of lupus. It's actually, for me personally, the scariest part of lupus because one of the things that we get to keep track of, in addition to all the other wonderful things that we get to keep track of with our lupus symptoms, is we have to watch out for warning signs that it's not becoming something worse. And one of the things that is happening with this research with lupus is that doctors don't really know what causes lupus fog. And so just like lupus, we don't know the cause of it. Uh, it makes it challenging to diagnose anything or to have any kind of guidance for what to do with this particular symptom, like all the other symptoms we have. But we wanna make sure that, we make, that we're not experiencing symptoms like um, seizures or uh, unsettling movements or unusual movements, or if we're experiencing stroke-like symptoms, because living with lupus, we're more susceptible to those things happening, stroke, seizures, that kind of stuff that can affect the nervous system. It's called CNS, which is neuropsychiatric lupus. And that's actually, for me personally, as I just mentioned, the most scary part of living with lupus is if it gets into my brain, I, I 
not going to be superly happy about that. Superly happy. Wow. Can you tell I'm having some cognitive stuff going on? So we want to make sure that we do things to take care of our nervous system. And one of those things is to make sure we get enough sleep. I do have a podcast episode about the importance of sleep. And we also want to make sure that we're managing our pain. Because for me, I know that pain is one of the main triggers for my lupus fog symptoms. Um, and just also like right now being in a flare also is a contributor to that. We want to make sure that we have a way to keep track of our symptoms. I have another podcast episode about keeping a lupus journal. And one of the things I do keep track of are my flares. And in each of those dates that I have a flare, I write down what my symptoms were. And so, for example, in this particular flare, I'm going to put lupus fog just so that I can keep track of that. And I highly encourage you to do that. But ways that I manage this. So on Friday was the probably the worst part of this cognitive dysfunction. The fact that I had to think about driving. I made sure that I told myself my errands could be done later. There was nothing that said I had to go get gas in my car in that moment or go to the store or anything like that. So making sure that we pace ourselves so that our brain is not overtasked because we're already having this lupus fog that is preventing us from concentrating and multitasking and all this other stuff. And the last thing we want to do to our brain and our nervous system is to tax it with more tasks. So whatever happens whenever I start to feel like I'm experiencing some cognitive dysfunction or malfunction, I immediately tell myself to just stop doing everything that does not need to be done in that exact moment in time. And so my list of things becomes shorter. I start to, like on Friday, I was planning my weekend, like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to do that. Um, it's just rescheduling. And it, I know I know I have another podcast episode about remaining even keeled, remaining flexible, being gentle with yourself. And we want to make sure, I know for me, this for the la- during the last three or four days, I've tried to stay focused on doing one thing at a time. I'm not trying to tax my brain into doing multiple things at a time. Something else that I use daily, and I think this has a lot to do with being menopausal as well, is I have notes and lists. I have sticky notes. I, I make sure that I keep track of things that are very important on paper. I need to see it. I have a, I'm a visual learner anyway, so making sure that if I remember to do something that I write it down and these are just basic tools that are used just for memory in general, not just for people who have lupus, but for people who have memory issues, mostly those of us who are female and menopausal and have lupus. So I would love to hear what you have in your toolbox for ways to manage the lupus fog symptoms and what you're doing to manage your life because this part of lupus is for me the least part the least fun part yes forming sentences doing it sometimes stumbling a little bit and i highly recommend just being gentle with yourself i just have to remind myself be gentle just nothing in this universe requires me to be 
on task all the time. I can take a step back and culminate my thoughts and do things that are going to help my brain to not feel like it's overtasked. I hope that this reassures you and enables you to be gentle with yourself. I would like to thank you for joining me today. As a reminder, I have two books on Amazon. The first one is Little Lupus Spirit Book, and the second one is Reconnecting with Your True Self. I can be reached on my website, coreyhollingsworth.wixsite.com. I will also post the Lupus Foundation of America's page in the description for this episode. And on that page, it talks about ways to manage the lupus fog symptoms and what causes um, the symptoms on some level and also some of the symptoms and the symptoms for CNA or CNS. Please feel free to follow me on Lupus Life and Lupus Life Podcast on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Have a beautiful day and have a beautiful week.